All right, hello everyone and welcome to Able Cafe. Let's present scholarships. Let's talk scholarships actually with our special guest, Brianna Members. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here on tonight. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we're we're excited to dive in and just kind of pick your brain a, a bit, you know, just to kind of see what's going on and all of the information that you have to offer us. Okay. But first, we have a raffle, right? Yes, ma'am, we do. And I'm super excited about that. <laughs> Great deal. Let's talk about that and give the viewers a, a bit of information on uh, what you'll be offering them. Okay, so tonight for the raffle, I will be offering three free scholarship matches to the winner. So to kind of help explain what scholarship matches are, which I'll talk more about in the live, um, my organization, She Edits LLC, helps people find scholarships and graduate debt-free. So what I'm going to be doing for the winner is doing a scholarship interview with the winner, um, finding out all of your demographics and things about you that make you unique, and then take that interview and take that um, those demographics to go find scholarships that you'll actually have a chance of winning. So once we've done the interview, once I found your scholarships, I'll email you and present to you a list of scholarships. I feel like you'll have a great chance of winning, and we'll go from there. Awesome. Hey, guys, this is a wonderful time to tap in. Uh, we should have all of that information pinned at the bottom of the screen on how to participate in this raffle. Make sure that you get your name in there, but you have to also make sure you meet all of those requirements. They're very simple. So let's do that. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So Brianna, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so my name is Brianna Members, and I'm the founder of She Edits LLC. And so I graduated from IUPY or Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis in 2017. My major was in elementary education, and I love working with kids. I love to teach. So I graduated with a degree in elementary ed. I taught fifth grade for a few years. Absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved the kids that I worked with. It was so much fun. Um, but then my husband and I had a baby last year, and so I really wanted to be home with the baby. So that's kind of what propelled me to start She Edits. Um, when I was in school, I graduated with over $50,000 in scholarships and grants. Glory be to God. And so now I'm using She Edits to help people find scholarships, apply for scholarships, write scholarship essays, and ultimately graduate debt-free. Nice. That sounds like all in one package. I know. Yeah, I try to, you know, just do a one stop shop. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. OK. And so let's talk a little bit um, about what sparked your interest in uh, helping students um, search for grants and scholarships. So when I was in school, I didn't really know where to look for scholarships. Neither one of my parents graduated from college. And so um, the scholarship process was something we all had to kind of figure out. Not only did I not have, um, you know, like that experience, I didn't have any type of college fund. I literally hadn't saved one penny for college. I guess I was just going into it by faith because I knew I wanted to go to college. I knew I wanted a degree, but I literally don't even remember thinking about how I was going to pay for college. I don't mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I really don't remember thinking about that. So um, I did start applying for scholarships and then now that I know the process, now that I've figured out the process, I know where to look, I know, you know, how it all works. Now I'm helping to share my process with other people. So a lot of people don't know where to look. Um, 
You know, I wasted so much time when I was in high school just Googling general scholarships, um, and I didn't get any of those. Like, I remember during my junior year or my senior year in college, I would just get on the Internet and try to find just random scholarships. I might have typed in, like, college scholarships and then just applied for the first ones that popped up. I didn't get any of those. But it wasn't until I started really learning the process, learning where to look, um, learning who to talk to, knowing what kind of essays to write and things like that, that I actually started winning those scholarships and grants. Nice. And I think that's uh, very important because a lot of us, you know, we knew we wanted to go to college. We knew, um, you know, that there's things out there, you know, you may have received a book from your high school counselor, this thick book that said that had all of the scholarships and grants, you know, and if you were fortunate enough, you had a, a uh, counselor who said, okay, hey, here's a list of things, you know, but a lot of parents are not privy to the knowledge on, can I help my child get into school without having to come out of my pocket as much? Definitely. And I think a lot of people just kind of default to student loans because they're easy to apply for. They're really easy to get. Of course, the government wants you to be in debt to them. So they make the grant, the loan process really easy. And I think a lot of people feel like scholarships are only for the super athletes or only for the super brainiacs. And if you don't fall into one of those two categories or if you're not low income, then, you know, there's no hope for you. I didn't fall into any of those three categories. I wasn't low income. My dad made too much money for me to get any of that, those low income scholarships. Mm -hmm. And then I did have a 4.0 GPA and I'm definitely by no means any kind of athlete. (laughs) So that that was out. So, (laughs) so then I had to try to, you know, we had to figure out the process from there. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about um, some tips and strategies that, some tips, strategies, and tools that you can give to, let's talk about the parents first. Mm -hmm. So as far as the parents, what tips and strategies and tools can you give them to help their child prepare um, for college and also help them prepare? So um, I can talk about college and I can talk about college scholarships. So you want to talk about both of them? Let's talk about it all. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. So as far as I'll just start with preparing for college. So um, first of all, I mean, it sounds really basic, but you got to, you know, be doing the right thing in high school. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, you at least have to have a C average, Um, you know, be paying attention to your classes, have an okay record, you know, not getting into a lot of trouble and things like that. Um, But it's building those like study habits and building those like academic habits for college because a lot of people want to go to college they feel like it's the next step to take right after high school but then they don't realize what goes into college um you really have to be independent learn how to be independent in high school because once you get to college i mean all those classes are on you your parents not standing behind you you know making you get up for school um your parents not there to bail you out if you are having a problem in your class it's all on you so what the parents is help your students to be independent. You know, they're almost adults. Once you hit high school, I mean, you're just four years away from becoming an independent adult. And so I would say for the parents, um, as far as helping to prepare their children for college, helping them to be independent, um, helping them to make sure they're staying on top of their classes. And then I would say, help them find what they want to do once they go to college. Because so many students go to college not having any idea of what they want to do with their degree, what kind of degree to get. And so 
my parents were really um i was really fortunate i was fortunate enough to have parents who really allowed me to explore my interests so um my interests changed all the time when i was younger you know at one point i wanted to be in the army at one point i wanted to be a teacher at one point i wanted to be a vet i mean i was like all over the place right and so but my parents allowed me to go out and volunteer to explore those different things, to talk to different people who were in those fields. I wanted to be a journalist at one point. So I got signed up for this youth journalism program mm-hmm. in my city. Then when I decided I wanted to be, wanted to be a teacher, um, they allowed me, well, yeah, they allowed me to call my old elementary school and I was able to go and volunteer at my old elementary school. And that solidified my desire to be a teacher. So it doesn't, you don't have to, I would say to parents, and this is kind of a long answer, but I'm sorry if it's too long. <laughs> no but you don't have to pay for your children to get into all these high expensive programs. I mean, simply volunteering mm-hmm. or shadowing or just finding mentors in the community for the field that your child will want to be in will help you save tons of money and tons of time in the long run. So that's what I would say about preparing for college. (laughs) And then go ahead. Well, as far as them like planning for the money portion, the scholarships, Mm -hmm. what, what um, strategies would you give them there? Like where would they, where would they look or how, how would they even start? You know, because sometimes it's just like, (laughs) where do I begin? Right. Absolutely. So I would say for the scholarships piece of it, I typically tell parents, you really want to start preparing between sophomore and junior year. By junior year, you should absolutely be starting the scholarship process. And so what does the scholarship process entail? Um, It has, it's a lot of components, but it's not difficult. You just have to know what to do. So I would say during sophomore year, it's even, it's just learning the scholarship process. So learning where to find scholarships, learning when to apply for scholarships, learning how to represent yourself as a professional to scholarship organizations, Mm -hmm. um, learning how to keep a calendar scholarship deadlines, learning how to write scholarship essays. Those are all things that students should be getting in the habit in sophomore year but for sure junior year yeah. then by senior year they can start applying and so like I said a lot of um a lot of people just kind of jump on google and do general scholarship searches mm-hmm. but the way to really get scholarships is to do is to find very specific scholarships with very specific requirements so for instance mm-hmm. um when I was in college I'm African-American, I lived in Indiana, and I wanted to be a teacher. So I found this grant that was only for African-Americans who lived in Indiana who wanted to be teachers. And because that pool of applicants was so much smaller, then it was a lot easier for me to get the scholarship. Okay. I was making, you know, like my junior year when I was applying for scholarships or early in my senior year, Mm-hmm. I was applying for these big nationwide scholarships like the Coca-Cola scholarship that literally people from all 50 states are applying for. They don't really have it, like they didn't have high requirements. Um, so literally, basically anybody was eligible. And then I was just getting lost in a pool of applicants. So I would say that's the biggest thing is learn is like knowing where to look for very specific scholarships. Um, and that can be a uh, a process like you're not mm-hmm. just going to get that right away it right. does take practice and that's why i say start doing your sophomore and junior year because when you get to your senior year you don't want to be learning the process and applying for scholarships i mean you can if you're already in your senior year that's fine right, you're just right. gonna have more work to do right. but during your sophomore and junior year 
you can't really get any scholarships those years anyway. And so mm -hmm. just taking the time to learn the process. And that's something that she edits, teaches. Like I have my scholarship courses and then I do live courses and then I do coaching as well. So that's what we teach is how to do like how to learn a scholarship in the essay process. Okay. I feel like with such long answers, but <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no worries, no worries. And um, so some of those, if you hear messenger going off, that's just communication. Okay, um, no uh, from the live. I was just sharing it to my page too. So if you see me looking down, I'm not texting or anything. <laughs> uh, no worries. So um, I know that you and I a while back we we spoke, and I had the the privilege to look on your site. Mm -hmm. and um or i had access to your site you gave me a bit of access to yeah. it and uh, i thought it was such a neat process especially seeing how you um the specifics on what they can even search for right you know how they can go about so the intricate details you gave on that um now with i guess without going into too much because that's that's your portion <laughs> but um would you be able to talk just a little bit, like an example on what that looks like? Yeah, so. They're, they're searching? My, yep, for sure. So in my scholarship course, and also during my live scholarship course, and then also if I'm doing the coaching, the first thing that I start with is a scholarship interview. And so if you're doing the courses, you're interviewing yourself. And then if, mm -hmm. I, if I'm doing the coaching, then I'm interviewing you. But um, basically, it's a document with, like lots of details about you like things you may have not even thought about so the things some of the things are there on there are basic like your name your major your you're in school and then some of them are more detailed so um are your parents married what is your income um do you have any disabilities do you have any military affiliation and it's like a whole list of stuff like that right. so then once you interview yourself or once i would interview you then you would go on Google and you would use a couple of the other search tools that I provided in the course mm -hmm. to then take those demographics, pair them together, and then do searches online um, or searches in scholarship books that I like and things like that, or scholarship book that I like, things like that. Okay. So like I said, for instance, for me, um, some of the things I would have put on that list was me being black, me wanting to be a teacher and living in Indiana. So then I would go on Google and just take like type in black plus scholarships plus teacher plus indiana and then that's just one example but there are like virtually an unlimited yeah. amount of combinations that you can use right. after you fill out that sheet i thought that was the neatest thing because i never knew that yeah i know i didn't know it either like i said i got and i I got the majority of my scholarships once I was already in college. Mm -hmm. So like to the ones that are watching who are already in college or who already have kids in college, it's not too late. Cause I didn't start learning all this stuff till I actually got in college. And mm. so, you know, it's not too late for sure. Okay. Okay. Understandable. Um, so as far as the students, I know you were telling, um, you were talking about the parent. We talked about the parents a little bit, but as far as the students, when it comes to the students, you said for them to search, um, their junior year, you know, to just kind of get a feel of everything. But also, um, as far as that student, like, let's say a student is sitting in front of us right now. What advice would you give to that student as, you know, when it comes to tools and strategies? Hey, miss, because, you know, they like to say miss, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, miss, right. how, how can I, um, I want to go to school, but I don't know how to get this money. Right. Um, and I don't really want to look in this book. This book is right. too long. 
Right. You know, like what how can I how can I do this? What can I do? What I would, would say make scholarship searching your job. Yes, it can be time consuming, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Right. If you're in your junior year or your senior year, um, or if you're in college, even if you just apply for one scholarship a week, mm-hmm. then that's doable. Because many times applications aren't that complicated. A lot of times they want an essay. Um, they want like maybe a couple letters of recommendation sometimes. Mm-hmm. They may want your GPA or your transcript, but typically they're not that complicated. And a lot of times you'll learn, that's what I learned when I was applying for scholarships. They ask the same things. They want right. the same information. So it, if you just, just start, even if you just start with like, finding one scholarship every two weeks, you know, if you're very new to the process. And then once you start getting it, you know, finding a scholarship a week, making that your job, persevering, um, and, you know, just getting a head start on it. And then I would tell them too, you know, just to motivate them, if you invest the time now to look for and apply for scholarships, all the loans that you could avoid in the future. I mean, um, people, I just talked to somebody a couple months ago and she was probably in her sixties and she has close to $200,000 in student debt. I know. I was like, my heart. It hurts. <laughs> I know it hurt me too. I was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, so for those young students, for the ones, even if you have debt, but it's not to that degree, right. like just starting out, like I said, for the ones in high school, just making it your job, you know, making it a hobby, taking out an hour of your day to invest in yourself, you know, and yeah. then just learning the process. Like I said, once you get it, like, it's really easy. Once you get the ball rolling, mm-hmm. I got to a point in college where I just was kind of getting them back to back because I just kept applying for them and it didn't take that long to do. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I would say. Okay. Okay. And let's do this while we're talking about um, scholarships, grants, loans. Let's can, can you break down the difference between all of them? So scholarships, grants, loans, uh, what are the difference in the two and how can they affect you, I guess, both positively and negatively? Yep. So scholarships are from private sources. So things like churches, community organizations, businesses, individuals can give scholarships, sororities, fraternities. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can get scholarships from pretty much anywhere. She Edits right now is actually trying to work on um, creating a scholarship. So those are funds from private sources that you mm-hmm. don't have to pay back. Grants are from the government. I always tell people think of like G, grants, government. Yeah. So grants come from the government, but you also do not have to pay grants back. Um, so I got scholarships and grants. So some of my money was like from my school and other private sources. Like one of my scholarships was like from a black educators group, things like that, private sources. But then the grants that I got came straight from like in Indiana.gov or Indy.gov. Um, and I didn't have to pay either one of those back. Now loans are also from the government. Um, if you want to get federal loans, which is what most people get, those mm-hmm. are also from the government, but you have to pay loans back with interest. So you might take out $30,000 to fund your education, right. but then, you know, you're paying that back with interest. So right. like I said, scholarships and grants are, they're pretty much like hand in hand. The only, literally the only difference is one comes from private sources and then one comes from the government. Okay. And those loans, those loans are, are something else. Those loans, I know. <laughs> right, you know, they're a never-ending sore, eyesore, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And Sally Mae, her and her team, 
Right. <laughs> you know, we'll find you no matter They'll where find- you're at, what you're going through. They will say, hey, you owe us some money. <laughs> give us give us what you, you took from us to help you get right. your education so that we can and take I- your money once you start working. For sure. And I will say, like, if you already have loans and you're still in school, don't be discouraged mm-hmm. because you can still get scholarships. Um, yeah. I would say, too, like, so my I got more scholarship money than I actually needed. So mm-hmm. like my tuition and my books were a certain amount. And then but I since I got a good amount of scholarships, I right. got an overage. And so literally every semester they would give me a refund check directly into my bank account and it was so wonderful. And I would look forward to that twice a year. I would get one in the spring semester and I would yes. get one in the fall semester. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, even if you have like enough money to pay for college, keep on applying for scholarships anyway. Absolutely. Because you can just get those refund checks. I was able to buy a house. My husband and I were able to buy a house the month after I graduated from college. I was able to go debt free. Like it was just awesome, you know? And then I could just go into my career of teaching and not have to worry about finding a job that paid me right. $100,000 dollars a year so I could pay off my student loans. Like right. I got to work at the school I really wanted to work at and I loved it. And you know, I didn't have that burden of, you know, working to pay off those loans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Those are all great answers. I wanted to make sure we got that breakdown because sometimes, you know, we may not be privy to that info. Right. I'm like, you know, when you, when you're in college, you get that little notice that say, Hey, you know, and let's say for instance, you have a student that's like, well, I want to stay in the dorm. I don't want to stay home. Right. And then they know, okay, you know, there's this offer that I have and from financial aid that says, you know, um, I could choose this amount of money, but not, not knowing that this is a loan and, exactly. you know, it, it will affect you. I mean, it's, it sounds good. Cause you get that refund check. Yes, you do. Right. I know. <laughs> Each semester it is a wonderful thing, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, if you don't save it, exactly. you know, you know, and put it back then that can, you know, be the most bothersome thing at the right. end. Yeah. And then a lot of students, you know, when you're, especially when you're younger, I know for me, I didn't really value a dollar that much. Like to, mm-hmm. like when you're in college, I mean, you see numbers on paper and it just kind of seems like monopoly money. You're not thinking about, you know, going into your marriage, your career, right. your your life with debt. Like you're in college, you're not really thinking, or your high school, especially, you're really not thinking about it. Not but about. you know, once you get to be an adult and you're in the real world, like that money starts to become very real. And like yes. <laughs> those yes, loans definitely. starts to become very real. You know, I think a lot of times they realize um, when the loan has affected them, is if they're trying to purchase a house right? or, you know, whatever other effects it may have on credit or whatever you're trying to do, that's when you find out, oh, oh, the loan is what's getting me, you know? Right. And yep. so we, we exactly. definitely want to steer away from loans if we can, you know? And, right. Absolutely. You know, there are times when you have to take them out, you know? We're not saying, you know, don't do it. What we're saying is, is if you don't have to do it. Right. Then don't. Right. Exactly. And you don't have to because <laughs> that is here. <laughs> right. If you don't have to. And also if you don't have to, you don't have to have every t-shirt on campus because you know, when right. you sign up for those t-shirts, you're giving your credit away. Right. Whole different story. Right. right. <laughs> hey, I might be scarred from that. I feel so <laughs> <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was real personal. Um, so here's my next question to you. Um, 
and we'll come back. We have uh, a few more minutes and then I'll get to the questions because we have some questions that are being asked, which is looking good. So, all right, um, I'm ready. Shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question that's, um, you know, still on the list here. Uh, what advice would you give uh, a high school student that is about to graduate and go to college? Ooh. All right. So kind of just general advice I would give any high school student, you know, going to college is to, first of all, just remember where you came from. A lot of times people get on a college campus and they just, you know, turn into a whole totally different person and just <laughs> forget about everything they didn't learn. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's one thing. Just kind of remember who you are, you know, keep, you know, stick to your roots, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then just, just, don't waste that time. I've seen too many people start college and then they don't finish. And then you just waste that time. You waste right. that money. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just go into it. Enjoy your college experience. Get the most out of your college experience. Because a lot of times when you go to college, it's like those those transition years between, you know, childhood and then like real adulthood. Absolutely. And so definitely enjoy that time. But don't do anything that's going to, you're going to have regrets about 5, 10, 15, 20 years later. And then um, just stay focused. You know, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to, you know, just like I said, enjoy the college experience, um, you know, to a certain point. But while you're doing that, you make sure you're staying focused on what you went to college for. Okay. If you're going to college to get a degree, if you, if you dreamed about being something ever since you were a kid, you know, go to college and you know, actually fulfill that dream. It's going to get hard, but it's only four years. You can spend the next four years of your life um, not going to college and then just kind of doing just whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. Or you could, like, take that same four years and, like, experience your life dream, you know, uh, or work toward your life dream. And then I would say for seniors going into college, as far as scholarships, this is really, like, it's, it's crunch time. You know, when you're a senior, there are a ton of scholarships for high school seniors. And I always tell people, if you're past that high school senior phase, it's definitely not too late. You know, I, I can attest it's not too late. Right. But if you are a senior, you know, have the graduation parties, you know, enjoy prom, things like that. But be applying for scholarships. Like, you need to actually be applying, like, at least once a week, you know, making those scholarship lists, um, mm -hmm. writing those essays, and, you know, just, just going for it during your senior year absolutely um and i i definitely agree with that i'm for, i for one do not like writing essays now i can't I right can't. i can write i can write the mess out of an essay but to take the time to do it you know and a lot of times like when i worked in education you know and i may have told you this story i'm not sure but you know i had a one hundred thousand dollars scholarship to give away Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did tell me. Yep. Four I just needed four students, you know, and all they had to do was write about themselves. The simplest okay. essay. Yeah. You know, because most of those essays, you know, you're like, what did I write? What is uh, it? Yeah, what? sometimes they are, yeah. You know, it, it's so intricate, but, you know, this was simply telling telling me about you. And yeah. so I, and I was a bit upset. You know, I'm very passionate when it comes to students. And right. so I, I bust into the room <laughs> that I offered the scholarship to, and I asked, I was like, what is your reason? What is the reason behind not, is it $25,000 to four? I know that's significant. <laughs> and so I asked them, I said, well, what is, what is the issue? And they were like, well, my parents are going to pay. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll work and pay for it. Mm. 
Well, it sounds so logical. Money. It's monopoly money. Like, that's what right. Let me find out where this tree is that this money right. is growing on. And it baffled me because I was like, I wish my child would tell me right. that I was paying for their education. Now, yes, I, I right. can't. I will. <laughs> but why is that your automatic thought? Yeah. And it's simply because they do not know. And then they do not want to write the essays. Right. You know, and it, it's all about motivation as well. So, sure. you know, that there's that portion. But, yes, right. they, they absolutely do. Need Can I say something it. about the essay, too? Yeah. So I understand not wanting to write essays. Me personally, I love writing. Like, yeah. I've, it's always been my favorite subject, English. I've always loved it. But most people around me hate writing like um and so that's why i so i started out you know just doing scholarships well Mm -hmm. uh, and then and having my scholarship course but then i also offer essay assistance as well Mm -hmm. so because i realize people don't know how to write essays and then they just don't like writing essays so i had a scholarship course and then i also have a essay course as well which is all about different essay topics you're going to see how to Mm -hmm. Get all the way from brainstorming to a final essay, grammar, vocabulary, um, how to make yourself stand out and things like that. Because like I said, I know people hate writing them. And so I was like, all right, well, what can I do to help make the process a little bit easier? Perfect. That, I mean, that's, you got to meet them where they're at. Right, exactly. You have to meet them where they're at in order for them to, you know, be enthused at all. Right. And also show them. I realize a lot of students are hands-on, and I'm I'm visual as well. Right. So yeah. In order for me to help you understand, I'm going to put it in your face and right. let's get it. Let's learn it that way. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> may not learn that way. Right. But a lot of students, <clears throat> once you put it in their hands, because they're like, "Miss, I'm gonna have all this money. I'm gonna do this." Oh, okay. Right. Well, right. what happens if uh, your car breaks down? <laughs> right. Exactly. I know. Unexpected <laughs> expenses, you know. And then once you put that in their face, they're like, "Oh." Right. <laughs> So, right <laughs> and um so college is not always for everybody mm-hmm. that's true we know that you know and not that we're pushing the college agenda but that's just where you know our business is lie. right uh but for those students because I, I care for all students and i know that you do as well now those students who uh want who are graduating high school and do not plan to go to school <clears throat> uh, whether it's college technical school state school and i'm gonna get back to that um but for those students, what advice would you give them as far as, you know, going on about life? Right. So I would still say, even if you're not going to, even, even if the career that you want doesn't require you to go to college, still follow the career that you want, you know, and get training on it. So for instance, my sister, she loves, she's a very hands-on person, very artistic. She's very talented when it comes to things like music, uh, playing an instrument, hair, art, things like that. She didn't want to go to college. She does not like school. And so um, she wanted to be a cosmetologist. Mm -hmm. And so she went, she went to cosmetology school, got her cosmetology license and that girl's making so much money, like, oh my goodness. And so even if college is not your path, still stay focused and stay on track and pursue the technical career that you want, because there are technical, I mean, there are classes out there, there are courses out there, there are, Mm -hmm. um, there's training out there. And so I still say, just pursue the dream that you want. I think I say that because I realized how fulfilling it was for me to do what I've been wanting to do for a long time um, and to do to do something that I enjoy. 
And then uh, I saw this post on Facebook not that long ago, and it was like, it said, if you were what you wanted to be as a kid, like, what would you be right now? Hmm. And I was just reading the comments of some of my friends and other people, and they were commenting all these things <clears throat> that they wished that they had wished they had become, but they aren't. And so, like I said, while, you, while you're young, while you're this age, just pursue what you want to pursue, you know, okay. and just take that time to do it. It's going to be hard work. Like, it's not just a walk in the park, but you're, it's going to be so worth it. You don't want to go look back and have a bunch of regrets and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always good to have a plan A and a plan B. For sure. Absolutely. All right. And so let's see where we're at with time. All right. Um, okay. Now, you own your own business. Your mm -hmm. own business is She Edits. Yes. LLC. <laughs> now, as far as um, students, like high school students, because you have some that are entrepreneurs, I mean, mm -hmm. right now. Right. You know, they're, they're young entrepreneurs or they plan to become an entre entrepreneur, you know, once they graduate high school. Uh, what what tips would you give them as far as starting their business, both while they are in school and while they are um, graduating from school? So the first thing I would say is find yourself a mentor. Like before you do anything else, yeah. especially once you're once you're in high school, you know you you have that kind of money and stuff to play around with. Right. Like, and it's not like your career. Um, like in high school, you can afford to kind of make mistakes and just bounce back. So once you're in high, if you're a, a aspiring entrepreneur in high school find yourself a good mentor mm -hmm. you know and then just do it find you know once you have a mentor you know create a business plan it doesn't have to be anything long or complicated mm -hmm. um you know sit down and write out your finances and just go for it i sold cookies in high school um because i'd always make cookies people always said they were great and i should sell them so i was like why not so yeah. then i kind of we figured out how much it would cost for me to make um you know, so many cookies a weekend. And then I found in my market, which was my church, because everybody's hungry after church. Like, yes. you know, you skip through lunch, you know, <laughs> especially in my church. Like, you know, you have Sunday school, then you have morning service. So we were there okay. from like 11 to, or 10 to 2. So you skip lunch, and then it's like everybody was hungry. Exactly. So I found, wrote down all my little finances. I found my market, you know, and I just went for it. I had um, – my mom, she was kind of my mentor. She was helping me out. Mm -hmm. And then once I decided I wanted to start She Edits, my husband, he's um, like a really good financial guy. I tell him he needs to be a business mentor like I, or a, find, like a business advisor. Like I tell him that's what he needs to do for his career because okay. he's really into trading and finances and entrepreneur. Like he's, that's all him. That's what he mm -hmm. listens to all day. And so, so he enjoyed um, the Apple and Tesla. Yeah. So he's really helped to make she edits what it is today. So shout out to our mind. But so he's my mentor. So, I mean, we sat down, we found my market, we found my business model. You know, yeah. he's just helped me to figure out marketing and advertising and pricing and things like that. So that's the biggest thing I would say. Find somebody who's done it and just let them pour into you. You know, and it's not that hard to find a mentor, even just finding somebody in the field that you want and then just asking for help. People are so willing to help if you just ask. Okay, great deal, great deal. Thank you for that. So we're gonna uh, roll on to some of these questions. Guys, uh, I see that we have some names that are being entered into the um, raffle. Make sure that you get your name into the raffle because once we are done with the live questions, we're gonna go ahead and do the raffle. 
Awesome. Uh, we want to make sure everyone gets into that, okay? Yeah, for sure. So let's look at some of these questions here. So one of them says, some scholarship programs say no essay or no essay are good uh, to apply for. I'm not too sure exactly what they're saying. So some scholarship programs say no essay are those good. Oh, are those good to apply for? So if, oh, okay. if, if they um, if they don't have an essay attached to the scholarship, are they good to still apply for? So I would say go for the ones that have essays because a lot of times you'll find the ones that don't have essays, whether that be a written essay or a video essay, um, because those are becoming more popular. Then they're typically just sweepstakes essays. So basically mm -hmm. your name is going into a bucket or right. scrolling around and picking a name. So the essay is, you want to go for the ones that have essays. If you have extra time, then I mean, why not? Like just apply for those sweepstakes ones. But I would say the real scholarships, the ones that are actually, you have a better chance of winning, mm -hmm. the ones that are the more serious scholarships, you're going to have to do some type of essay. Like I said, it might be a written one mm -hmm. or it might be a video essay. Like yeah. I said, those are more popular. But I would avoid those because then, like I said, then anybody can apply for them. Right. Like, like literally that opens it up to the whole, any college student in the country, you know, can put their name in and apply for it. So, yeah. Great deal. Great deal. All right. Here's the next question. The next question is, what are some good scholarship programs to look into for nursing? So that would just depend on a lot of things. So that would depend on where you're at in the country. That would depend on what school you want to go to for nursing. And so I don't know off the top of my head, like specific nursing scholarships to apply for, especially because I don't know your specific situation, but that's where learning more about you would come into play. So either learning more, um, like doing the scholarship interview for yourself and then using that to find nursing scholarships for you specifically, or then doing the coaching. And then I learn more about your situation and your school and things like that. And then finding those nursing scholarships. That's kind of what I do. Like I, I'm helping students with all different types of, in all different types of areas right now. I'm helping somebody who's going to school um, to be a pediatrician. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm helping somebody right now who's going to school for what's this major it's like graphic design i mean i've i've helped people in all different areas somebody's going for video gaming mm -hmm. so then i learn about them then i go and do those specific searches and then present them with the list of scholarships or like i said if you take the course then you're doing the digging you're doing the searching mm -hmm. and then finding those scholarships okay. what would a, go a google search look like if they are wanting to do uh, nursing school what would the google search look like besides nursing school i know um, right in, in, you know, a portion of the book that I've written, I put in there, you know, kind of how they can search for that or the top five, top six, um, what is it, websites that they can go to. Mm. So do you have a top five um, essay or not essay, a scholarship website or how would the Google search look? Um, and I know you're saying it needs to be specific to them. I know you have to do the assessment, but if they did like a simple search, what would that look like? So I would start like, and I talk about how to like break this down in the course because it's like, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. But I would say like the most, you the word you would kind of start with is like whatever your, like whatever your state is, 
plus the word. So if I, if you live in Oklahoma, so Oklahoma plus nursing plus scholarship plus maybe one other thing about you. So like female or African American mm-hmm. or adult student, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're an adult learner going back. So at least finding three different specific things about you. Um, and then like putting those into the Google search. So like I said, I talk about like the different like the different scholarship tools and resources that I use to find money. I have this really like thick scholarship book that I like to use. There's a couple of websites I really like to use. Um, and then, it, like I said, it's just learning how to, how to do the process. How to maneuver through all of that. Right. right. Okay. And so <laughs> someone says, why is it so hard to find scholarships for graduate school? Yeah. So a lot of um, scholarships, are you the most common ones that you'll see the most popular ones that you'll see are the ones for like high school seniors like those are kind of easy to find but then once you get out of high school you have to do more digging they're out there for sure but you have to do more digging and the digging requires you to do more than just typing in like graduate school scholarships like it's like it's they're there they're just kind of like a a more bottom layer like Mm -hmm. they don't exist but they're not the low hanging fruit, you know? So yeah, it's just, it's going to take more time, but they're definitely out there. Okay. All right. So let's look at this next one. This person says, what sites are good for scholarships? So there's a lot of websites out there that you can look like that you can um, find scholarships on the ones out there a lot are like fast web. Um, that's a really popular one. Scholly is another popular one. I know you have to pay for Scholly. Um, then there's scholarships.com. That's a good one. My favorite is scholarships.com. Um, I feel like there are a lot of good, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of good reasons. That's my favorite one. But like I said, um, somebody asked me in a live I did last week, like, how do you know scholarship websites are legitimate? Mm -hmm. and I would say, you know, scholarship websites are legitimate if, one, they're not asking for, for, like, your personal information, like your address, your social security number, things like that. Avoid any scholarship websites that are asking for all that. That's not what you want. Um, but then, you know, scholarship websites are legitimate if they're basically just lists of scholarships on that website and they're redirecting you to, like, the the ones who are offering the scholarships. Hmm. Um, so like, for instance, if I were to go on like fast web and I, I haven't used fast web in a while, so I'm not exactly sure how that one works anymore. I haven't really used that one since high school. I usually use scholarships.com now, but, um, if you were to like click your major on fast web and it mm-hmm. had like all the majors listed, so you clicked accounting, um, and then it, li- then it listed a bunch of accounting scholarships on different websites that's like that that's a good example of like a good scholarship website i feel like that's kind of like the long answer no worries so you would say that fast web will be a good place to go yeah fast web but scholarships.com is my favorite though it's better okay it it offers a better layout yeah i think so and then it's more specific like you can find more i like the descriptions on scholarships.com and then you can find more specific lists on there they're not it's not like as general as i feel like some of the other ones might be Okay. All right. And so here is, let's look at this last one. 
So if I win a scholarship, will that reduce my financial aid package? That's a good question. It is a very good question. So by financial aid package, um, I I assume they're probably talking about loans. Um, mm-hmm. Or probably the grants as well. So you know how you get the grants, right. it, the Pell or whatever else it is? I know a lot of times if you're getting grants that's based off of your income, well, not a lot of times, sometimes they're based off of your income and then sometimes they're just based off of like the state that you live in. Um, I would say it just depends on what your financial aid package, like what the requirements are for your package. So like if your school says that like you can only receive a certain amount if you like of loans, if you get scholarships, then it might affect it. But then if you go to a different school that it doesn't matter how much, how many scholarships you have, mm-hmm. like they'll give you the same amount of, you know, loans and grants regardless. I, I think that's just like, like a, that's more of a, like a case by case basis. Okay. All right. All right. That looks like all of our questions that we had online. You did a great job in answering all of those. Let me make sure I didn't skip it. <laughs> they're asking me the good questions today. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're on there we have a a good amount too all right yeah so i did not skip any all right so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the raffle portion Ooh, i'm excited i was about to work with (laughs) (laughs) so um we're gonna move on to that portion let's see all right All right, let's see. Oh, all right. Cash Chambers. Chambers. (laughs) All right. Well, congratulations, Cash Chambers. You have won some time with Miss Brianna Members. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for that raffle there. Brianna, it has been a complete and total pleasure. Yes, I'm so excited to have been able to talk to you tonight. Absolutely. Did you have any questions for me or anything else that you wanted to say to those who are watching before we exit? So I would definitely say when it comes to applying for scholarships, one of the key words is to persevere. So you want to make sure that even if you have applied for a few scholarships and you didn't get those, that you want to keep on persevering anyway. I certainly did not get every scholarship that I applied for. Yes, I was able to get $50,000. Glory be to God. But it wasn't because I was just getting every single one I applied for. I just kept on persevering. I literally applied for scholarships and got, excuse me, got scholarships all the way from my freshman year, my senior year of high school, all the way to my senior year of college. Mm-hmm. And so, because I kept putting myself out there, you know, put myself out there. And then I would say, you know, if you need assistance, that's why I created She Edits, because I know that scholarship journey can be kind of overwhelming. A lot of times, you, you know, you could feel just a little bit apprehensive when it comes to applying for scholarships. Right. And that's why I created She Edits is so I can, that's why I offer the courses. That's why I offer the downloads. That's why I'm doing the live um, courses. I have a live course coming up this Thursday mm-hmm. where I teach my entire scholarship process. Um, that's why I do the individualized coaching. I just hired somebody else on my team so we can, mm-hmm. you know, help more people. And so um, I would just tell people if they want to reach out to me, then please do by all means. Um, I can definitely comment my information or if you go to sheedsllc.com, you know, mm-hmm. you can find all my contact info on there. 
she edits llc.com um i'm also on facebook so um you can find me on there um call me you know text me i would just love to help and my team would love to help absolutely and we have all of your information pinned wonderful uh, okay down there that way they can get in touch with you we want to make sure that you know they have access to you um, you know, should they have any other questions? I see there's some more questions that are coming in, but what we will do is uh, we can answer those questions. We'll uh, send those questions to your DM. Okay, that's uh, fine. With the, with the, and that way you can answer them uh, as you think fit. Ms. Chambers, um, as far as you winning, uh, we'll message you and let you know exactly what that looks like and things of that nature. To everyone watching, thank you so much for participating and listening in with Brianna. Brianna, thank you so much for sitting in with Able Cafe, Advancing Brilliant Leaders Effectively. Uh, we enjoyed your company. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to have been here tonight. I enjoyed talking to you, Miranda. And thank you to everybody who's watching. I look forward to hearing from you all soon. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Bye, you guys. YouTube, it's your girl Jetty Jonay, and I am back with another video. And as you already see by the title today, I finally have my apartment tour. Now, y'all have been asking for this video since before I even moved. Your girl couldn't even leave her mama house, and y'all was asking for the video. So, I finally have the video coming to you guys. I have all my furniture, we're settled in, we're about a month in living here, and yeah, I think I'm ready to show you guys the place. Um, it's something small. It's not really a luxury apartment because... Yeah.